Good evening as we come to you on this Super Bowl Sunday that uh, we're not protesting. We're just not watching. We'll talk about that here in a minute. Facts. As you can hear, that is my co-host. Uh, we'll introduce him in a second. We are sons, twins, best friends, but most importantly, young black men wanting to voice ourselves through your headphones and DSPs. All that equals up to automatic money. Thus, the name of this podcast, first of his name. First of his episode, many more to come. <laughs> yes, sir. I am yours truly, Gary Jackson Jr. Tell them who you are. My name is Kerry Jackson. Bring you out the smoothness, the toughness, the roughness of the sports ish. So let's get it started, Gary. Who does that? <laughs> who really does that? You got to make a perfect. Per- First impression. First impression. First impression. First impressions are everything. You're right. They are. And let's just let's let's get this one out the way real quick. So let's talk about the Super Bowl Sunday and why we're not watching it. And please, I need you not to get that emotional right now. I man, I can't make any guarantees, man. All right, well, go ahead and tell them, them. Go ahead and tell them why you're not watching it right now. Well, the reason why I'm not watching it is because the NFL is horrible. Uh, as of, as of right now, I'm protesting. The Super Bowl, I have not watched any ESPN coverage of the Super Bowl, any NFL Network coverage of the Super Bowl. And it all came down two weeks ago with a minute and 48 seconds left on the clock. We threw the ball. We was down in our, our territory. Tell them who we is. Man. They, we, they know. we that we that are <laughs> who that is the New Orleans Saints. So um, a minute and 48 seconds left. Uh Drew Brees throws a great ball to Lewis. And first of all, that was a horrible throw. It was a horrible throw, but you know, the DB was caught off guard. He knew if uh if if we caught the ball, it was gonna be a touchdown. So he purposely helped the hell in pass interference, my guy, Lewis. Lewis goes down, gets gets the his mouth guard just out of his mouth. And as me and my twin brother right here watching the uh, NFC Championship game, we're just hollering because we know we're about to run out the clock and they're going to get the ball with 15, maybe 15 seconds left in the game. While we're doing this with 10 minutes, I'm, I'm, we're just happy, happy go like 10 minutes. The referees, all the referees never, not one, through a flag. And at that moment, I told Gary, whether we win this game or, you know, even if we win this game, something's got to happen. And nothing happened. Well, my whole thing, being a diehard Saints fan, like I would tell my obnoxious twin brother, because him and other Saints fans, I'm a diehard Saints fan too. But this isn't the first bad call. It won't be the last. It just happens to be, it happens to be the most recent one. So, no, the league will not, shall not, and should not do anything. Reason being, long calls happen every day. And according to what Roger Goodell said, they're humans. We're all humans. We make mistakes. And I understand it was a blatant no call. But at the end of the day, let's just be honest. They didn't want us to win. They didn't didn't want us to win. They didn't want us to be in the Super Bowl. But this, they didn't want us to be great. This go all the way back to Bounty Gate. They just didn't want us to be great. 
And that's all it takes. Again, I love I love my coach Sean. Uh, he he pointed out after the game, which I'm pretty sure Roger Goodell hated, but he had said the head of the referees called him and said it was a blown call. Well, day after day after day, we we waiting on Roger Goodell to say something. We waiting on him to say something. And my my great head coach for the New Orleans Saints, Sean Payton, was asked. Well, what have you been doing after the what have you been doing after the NFC championship game? And he said, you know, what everybody else been doing, watching the Ted Bundy tape shot thrown, uh, watching Netflix shot thrown, and eating ice cream shot thrown. Well, why he's saying this, as he has his Saints polo shirt on, he has a turquoise shirt on underneath under that, which I assume was a clown shirt, which Roger Goodell you heard from the, the the horse's mouth first. You are a clown and will f- forever be a clown to me. With that being said, continue, Gary. What what do you want Roger to get Roger Goodell to do? He can't do he can't do nothing. I just want him to take action after it was all said done. You should have said something either that Monday or you should have said something the week of that week. You don't wait uh what eight days to say something for a press conference. Well, okay, so what action would you like him to take? He don't have to take no action. I just want you to say, hey, look, it was our bad. We apologize. Don't wait eight days later after everything occurred to say, okay, my bad. I'm, I'm sorry. The Our referees are humans as well. Yeah, y'all could be humans, but that was blatant. I don't care what nobody say. I, I, we forgive We forgive, or we may not. Well, I forgive, but we will never forget. Go ahead. I'm asking you. I hear everything you're saying, and you're saying everything that I've heard every other Saints player say. What do you want Roger Goodell to do? I told you he can't. He can't do anything. Okay, he so what does okay, so what does an apology do? But if he apologized the day after, I'm fine with that. What, what does an apology do for you as a Saints? Fan? Don't do nothing. I'm still mad. Okay, so that's what I'm saying. That's what why I'm not do? watching the Super Bowl. I, I understand it. So I'm asking you as sure. what does an apology do? Like an apology doesn't do anything. You can't go back and change the ruling of the game. Can't. It can't go back there and make them throw a flag. Can't. It can't make us sit up there and win in overtime. Uh, it, wouldn't just, even, I, it wouldn't even feel right. So so I don't want an apology. Why would you want one? And, and, it, please, anyone who listens to this, this is the very first of many. I just want to understand if you are a Saints fan or you root for, for who that nation is, trust me, it's a difference. If you just are in the in the era of being right, what does an apology do at the end of the game when the verdict is what it is? It it in my opinion, it doesn't do anything and it never will. And even if and even if you know he somehow changed the changed everything to replay the minute and 48 seconds back. It's the, I always tell everybody like this, you know, whatever happened, happened. You just lose the luster of the game if, if, if hypothetically speaking, if that did happen. So an apology, it still won't do anything. It still has done nothing. But if you would have just came out and said something instead of being silent, like Benjamin Watson had said, everybody looking at you, man, and you did not respond as always, you always find the wrong way, the opposite way of how a real commissioner is supposed to respond. See, this is why. See, this is why the NBA. This is why Adam Silver is love. See, if I'm telling you, if something like this happened in the in the NBA, Adam Silver, not only he probably wouldn't even do nothing the next day. He probably gonna say something the same night that it happened. Well, we 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 can agree. I'm pretty sure okay. you can agree that the NFL and the NBA are two uh, 
Two different two, sports. Two totally. Well, not not even that. I'd just say two totally different. They're going in two totally different directions. Correct. Uh, I feel like the the NBA is a little bit more progressive. Mm-hmm. Uh, the NFL, you know, barring it being the the biggest thing out there right now, it it may lose some luster after this because the NFL didn't have too many more chances to keep their fans engaged. So sad to say. Uh, I just I just think that at the end of the day, when you look at it. Yes, we know it's a blatant call. I err on the side of once I've calm, once I calm down, I just I sit up there and said it wasn't nothing they can do. Like, yeah, unless they would have sat up there and said, "Woo, woo the game over." Nope, let's go back over here and play this because everybody says, at least everybody I talked to has said, "Well, I mean, you guys got a chance to go in overtime." Had that call happened, and I'm not one to believe in in one call ruining a game. That call determined that game, and had that call been made. We would have a scored a touchdown, b kicked a field goal, but the most important thing, c, is that they would have had no time to sit up there and come back and do anything against us at all. Bar none. When anybody tells me about somebody, somebody was foolish enough to tell me our defense played horrible the game. What crazy! And I man. and I and I sit up there and said our defense is the thing that's been held holding us down since we lost to the Cowboys. Facts. And and the only reason why I say this is because our offense ain't been clicking. Well, their offense hasn't been clicking since the the time we played Dallas. No, no, I, that's but that's what I'm saying. I was like, our defense has held us down until our offensive came to flourishing, so to speak. Correct. We were down there for that uh, divisional game against Philadelphia. Yes, sir. And it was ugly at first. It was and ugly. our defense was the thing that kept us afloat. 14 first, 14 first quarter points, never scored after that. Never scored. Not even a Three, not even three points on the board. So, so what else do you relate to? We're not watching the Super Bowl, but what is your prediction for the Super Bowl? Well, my prediction is, I hope that New England wins. Mind you, I hate both squads. As a matter of fact, I hate every NFL team besides you, the Saints. Why do you hate? I hate both hate? squad. I, I'm telling you, I'm, I'm telling you, ask me. But I'm, I'm giving, I'm giving my prediction. I just want to just let why everybody. Why do you know. hate? I dislike. No, no, I'm just saying. Why? Well, why do you dislike? Yeah, it's it's a bunch of cheaters going against each other. So we have two. Hold one, on. one, one, one cheating team Hold come. On. The other cheating team come. But let, let me tell you. Let me tell you. I predict that New England with terrific time will come out and win. Now, am I different? What What am I saying that's different than any other? You know, fan out there that's been watching the, the Patriots play and watching Belichick play. You know, uh. I, I I honestly believe it's going to be a low-scoring game. Ty Gurley won't have an effect on the game. C.J. Anderson may may have an effect on the game. But uh, I think at the end of the day, uh, New England is going to have a complete team, offensive and defense. I do have them winning the game. I won't count out Jared Goff and his uh, young arm is young against old. So, I just have a, I have New England winning, and I hope it comes to fruition. I hope LA loses horribly, and uh, with their little bandwagon fans that they don't have, I hope they uh, could chalk that up too. Well, let me say this, and then we'll get off this topic. I do think New England's going to win. The magic number is three, because that's what terrific Tom always wins by scenes about. I think that I like they're going to pull like it. Uh, you, you know, you see it. I think that uh, they're going to win. 
Uh, it's not going to be a, a big lead. I don't know if it's going to be a high or a low scoring. As of right now, though, it's 0-0 zero, zero at the end of the first quarter. I don't care. I didn't ask you if you care. <laughs> These are for the people. Okay. This is to let them know that we're still looking at the score. Okay. But I, I just I want to say this, and, and please, any Rams fan, please come at me, bro. If you say that you are a Rams fan, you have to be smoking that stuff because there is no such thing as a Los Angeles Rams fan that was born after 1995. <laughs> so all y'all talking about, oh, I'm going for the Rams. I'm cheering for the Rams. I'm a Jared Goff fan, Tiger. If you were not an Los Angeles Rams fan, which most of you were not born around that time, time right? St. Louis was where they were. You were not a St. Louis Rams fan. The only St. Louis Rams fans happened to be in the state of Missouri. And and they were divided, too, because Kansas City, and I seen they stadium, it is beautiful. Half of them was split down the middle. And also, can I say this as well? I, I looked up the I looked up the viewings for both NFC and, and AFC games. And so-called Rams uh, fans, I guess they were just they, – they knew what was going to happen when they went down to New Orleans. Like, they knew they was going to lose, which they – Literally did. Wait, that's another search for another day. But it was 2.1 million viewers watching the Saints game, Saints-Rams game. It was 2.2 million people watching the Chiefs. (laughs) Well, uh, it's getting to my point because it really ain't no diehard L.A. Rams fans. That's all. That's what I'm saying. So more people people in L.A. viewed the Kansas City-New England Patriots game than the Saints Rams game. So they let you know any and everything about this squad. Yeah. Where the the so-called fans. All right. All right. Well we'll be right back. We are back. Before we get into this NBA talk, this NBA trade talk, uh how you think it's going so far? I think it's going good. Uh, a lot of players, a lot of teams causing causing a lot of controversy. And me as a fan, I'm loving it, man. I'm loving it. It, it get everybody talking. NBA Twitter is the absolute best. I was uh, definitely laughing my behind off on Thursday. Thursday afternoon and Thursday night. So definitely love the NBA controversy with the trade talks going on. I'm, I'm loving it, man. Like McDonald's. If, if, if y'all can see my face, this man is lying. He does not like all this NBA trade talk. You, why are you lying? I'm not lying. We sat there a, a whole Friday at a bar, and you argued me down. Because I love the debate. You don't love the debate. I do love the debate. You I'm always asking you stuff. You, I'm always asking you stuff. Don't you, do that. You hate the fact that players are naming where they want to go, and you think that the players get in their way. So let me start this off by asking you this before we jump into this. Yeah, no, don't look like that. Wait, what? Don't look like that. Don't look like that. <laughs> Are you for the players or are you for the GM? I'm for the team. You for the team? I'm for the team. So explain it. Explain it. I'm for the team, which means whatever makes the team, whatever makes the team better, whatever the team decides to do, that's what the team decides to do. This dude right here. So so now you did Friday it was used for who? I'm for the GM Friday, but no, GM, you wasn't. Well, why was wrong? Wasn't okay. All right, fine. You for the team, so okay. So the team, are you from the team 
being the players or are you for the team being the GM? Which one? And it's a difference, so you know the, you know the it GM, is. the GM. All right, so you for the GM. All right, let, let's get into this first trade because this one's gonna take the longest because you 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 <laughs> something wrong with you. So Chris Staff Porzingis to Dallas. Oh my god! So you for you for the team, the GM. What you think about the trade? I wouldn't trade him to Dallas. It seems to me that he wanted to go to Dallas. I wouldn't trade him to Dallas. No, if you wanted to trade, if you if you do, first of all, do not get me started on it. All right. Anyway, you just got me started on it, so I'm gonna continue. Anyway, man, if I have a play in this rookie contract telling me he want to get traded and he don't like what's going on in the organization, bro, you ain't do nothing. You ain't played nothing but a year and a half. You 17, 2017, 2018, a little bit of 2018, then you got hurt, and now you ain't even playing, and you telling me we need to fix everything around here? No, no, sir. Stop. Stop. We, we talked about this Friday, and I asked you then. Was he good when he was playing? Yes. Was he one of the better rookies when he was playing? Yes. Because the man doesn't like what was going on, is he wrong for saying that? No. Is he wrong for saying that he wants to be traded? You can voice your opinion whatever you have you would like. Okay. You so, okay. Oh, your, no, no, you no, no, voice no, your stop, opinion stop, with stop, us. Stop, stop, stop. I'm, I'm just asking questions here. Calm down. You ask questions, I'm asking them. I, I know, but you, I, I wouldn't finish. Go ahead. So, you're okay with him voicing his opinion. You're okay with him saying he wants to be traded. What, so, the, is the issue because he wants to get, he he voiced what he wanted to get traded? Well, his, no. Is that you voicing your opinion, you and your rookie contract, selling, saying you that you want to get traded, what and you haven't added any value to this team. Since you've been here, We have we been to the playoffs? Have we even sniffed the playoffs since you've been here? When has New York sniffed the playoffs? Since Carmelo. Don't do that. Car, since Carmelo, Carmelo was there. And how, they made, good, they, and how they, good did that experiment go? It, it, they, it was a hostage situation. They were a lot better than they were right now. It was a hostage situation. It was a how was how was it? Because the Knicks had been wanted to trade Carmelo, but he had a no trade clause. He had a no trade clause. Carmelo was the only player on on their team for a while. After what? After what? What you mean? They didn't want to trade when they first got him. We're not talking about when they first got him. When okay, so we we get we get we get off top we get off topic. I'm trying to understand what's the big deal about him saying I don't care whether he a rookie or he a 20 year vet. What's the big What's the big deal about him saying he want to get traded? You're not proving yet. You can't tell you want to get traded. Yeah, yeah, do you? Okay, so you you're you're bumping, you're bumping, you're going back and forth. So you okay with him voices his opinion, but then you're upset because he's a rookie and he hadn't proven himself. Why can't I say I want to get traded? What What does that have to do with anything? First of all, you have to earn that. You have to earn that right to say you want to get traded. You ain't earned nothing. So didn't nothing. he earn his way into the NBA? Yes. So how come he can't say he want to get traded? Because you're a rookie. What does that mean? Yeah, well, you're a rookie contract. What does that mean? Voice wherever you want to get traded, but we're not trading you unless we want to trade you. They wanted to trade him. No, they, they want to trade him after he said he want to get traded. They weren't gonna trade him if he never said that. He'll still be. He'll still be with them right now as we speak. Man, so why did they trade him? Well, he wasn't doing nothing. He wasn't doing nothing for the organization. So he ain't done. He ain't done nothing for a year and a half, for a season and a half. So, so what you're saying is because he voices opinion and he a rookie. You feel like he should sit up there and wait his turn until his contract is. I'm asking you. Yeah, exactly. So, wait your turn. Bro. So, so, and and this is this is me. I'm playing both sides right here. I don't understand 
what rule said that you have to wait until you're done with your rookie contract and you prove yourself? What rule? Where, where is it? At? It don't. It's not a rule. It, it don't have to be a rule. But when you when you done with your rookie contract and you're a free agent, you can walk wherever you want to. But, but why until, do you have to wait? But until then, until then, who says it? Who says what? Who says you have to wait? Nobody. So why are you saying that? I'm just telling you what that's what I would do. I understand what you're saying. I'm, well, okay, okay, well, hold on, hold on, hold on. That's that's what I'm trying to. That's what I'm trying to get you to see. I need you to take yourself out of this equation. You can't put your feelings in. I am asking you what is wrong with him saying that he's a, you. You, Christopher Porzingis. You don't like what's going on in New York, and guess what? Besides that coach getting hired, there ain't been nothing going on good there. Yes or no? True. All right. Okay. Don't just follow me. Give me, give me a second. I'm going somewhere with this. So you don't like anything that's going on. Your name ain't carried no more. It's Christelle. First of your name. <laughs> Christelle Porzingis, right? You don't like nothing that's going on. Yes, you've been hurt off and on, but when you was playing, you was the sh, right? When? Whoa, whoa, whoa. When? Let me, let me finish. Let me finish. Okay. So regardless of me being hurt or not, I'm saying my future don't look that bright with New York, right? Right. Right. Okay. You're Christelle. Take all your feelings out of the care. What's wrong with you saying you want to get traded? Ain't nothing wrong with it. Okay. Oh, hold on. Hold on. So- now, now you looking. I just come from a GM perspective. Go ahead. No, 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 no. Because this, this is my whole thing. Because I'm about to get into GMs now. I am a GM. My goal is to win a ship, right? First of all, when I'm in New York, my goal is just to get to the playoffs. Second of all, if somebody don't want to be there, guess what? I'm not gonna put them there. Now we're gonna get into what's really wrong with you, because I know what's wrong with you. But I am saying this: I am a GM. A player who is a rookie has said he does not want to play for my organization no more. And, and furthermore, he set up there and said he wants to be traded. What do I do? How many teams is the NBA? And don't answer nothing else. Just tell me how many teams. 30-something. 30-something. I have picked up the phone for 30-some-odd teams. You're upset because he went to the exact place he said he wanted to go. Right? I'm going to let we, you talk we, to we, me. Do, we, don't, we don't know if he wanted to go to Dallas. Oh, I thought you but, but, okay. I, but I'm assuming that he did because he has a great – he like he has a great relationship with Luca, and he has a great relationship with Dirk. Allegedly, has a great relationship with both. So wait a minute before before I keep going. So he never said he wanted to go to Dallas. No, I don't know. The reports never said it. I never read it. So I'm but, I'm 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 gonna I'm I'm finish my random minute, but I'm gonna ask you a question. Why are you mad that he went to Dallas again? Well, the real reason I'm mad. They went to Dallas. And I bet, are you talking from a fan's perspective? I'm talking from a... You can't be talking from a GM perspective. No, I'm not talking from a GM okay, perspective. So I would never trade him to Dallas if I was a GM. If I was a GM, I would never would have traded him to Dallas. That's first and foremost. How come? Because that's not... No. I, I was going to... Be honest, I would I would trade him to Portland. How? How you, what you what are you going to get back? I'm going to get something back. No, I'm you're see, not. How you know? That, Carrie, I told you this. Portland you, has assets. They have Nurk. They have Nurk. They're not trying to give you anything. That's what I am telling you. Who? Who's not trying to give me anything? Everybody. For Kristoff, nobody trying to give me nothing. You just said he wasn't on it. He ain't played in a year and a half. Yeah, they, he hasn't. I, listen, this is what I'm telling you. This is what I need you to hey, understand. But, still, but everybody still loves his potential? This is what I'm telling you. He said he wanted to get traded. Dallas went the first and they went the last call. The simple thing that they did was they called teams around the league. You're talking about people who you want to trade for, who you think they're going to give you value for. You say he a rookie and he been hurt. Nurk, what's his name? Nurk, 
Isn't he one of the promising players on Portland team? He is. So why would they get rid of him? You give back what you put in. You 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 talk. You said that on Friday. They don't have any lot of teams that have good potential like like what like Kristaps. What what does Kristaps? Okay, I don't, this is what I'm telling you. You're not you're not making any sense from the point of saying trade him. Sense. No, you're saying trade him here, trade him there, trade. This, as a GM, since, since we, Why, we, put on a, we put on the GM, I'm, I'm about to tell you, we put on the GM hat. I told you, you name people and I said it there and said, nobody's about to give up what they see already versus what they don't know. So I'm not giving up a Nurkic. I'm not giving up. I'm just throwing out a name. I'm not giving up a CJ. I'm not giving up anything that I know can work for my franchise because at the end of the day, the other GM needs to know that somebody's going to be there playing and they're not going to be hurt. So what I'm telling you is they got on the phone with everybody. Nobody was giving them nothing. We don't know that. Yes, we do. Otherwise, no. that trade would have happened. We don't know that. That trade didn't happen, did it? What do you mean? That trade didn't happen. No, did it? I'm just I'm telling that, you, I'm telling you different, different stuff that could happen. I'm telling you from a GM's perspective, they got on the phone with everybody. I'm pretty sure they did. So who whoever gave them, which it was Dallas, whoever gave them the best value, that's what they went for. It wasn't no, I'm not gonna trade him to Dallas. It's he doesn't want to be here. Who about to give me what I need to make my team at least valuable for this year going into next year? Because we know New York's thing is for this summer coming up, they can try to get two max players, especially since they ain't got him no more. Now, what they don't have is a draw as far as somebody saying, we got Kristaps and we can build around Kristaps. Or whoever coming can say, we already got an asset in Kristaps. Guess what? They ain't got that no more. I'm saying as far as them, we need role players now. Not even for this year to make it great. We just need role players. They a GM ain't looking. Oh, well, I can get a Nurkic for a Kristaps. No, if I think Kristaps got so much potential, guess what? I'm trying to get two or three decent players to make up for his one good play. They not trying to sit up there and say, "Well, I'm not trading him. Dallas, Dallas is right on the cover. This is then the third. No, they never saying it. A GM is sitting up there. What's the best deal out there? The best deal out there. What did they decide? What who who else is valuable on their team? Who on New York team? Kevin Knox. Okay, so you got Kevin Knox and Christoph Porzingis, right? We just gonna use your Portland trade. You asked for Nurkic, right? What did they sit up there and say, we're gonna give you three subpar players for them two you just suggested? Who went in that trade? Portland did. Okay, then that's what I'm, that's what I'm telling you. That, that's what I'm saying. A, a GM is always willing to deal them, right? You got to know when to hold them, know when to fold them, right? What I'm telling you is, if you come to me with a trade like that, and I'm New York, I gotta hang up the phone. The best trade was made, and both teams I felt like won. We won't know how Dallas fans until Kristaps get out there on that floor, but their future looks a whole lot brighter because Luca is the truth. We did go see the game. Luca is the truth, and they still have a young core. New York's not bad off. They're not. They just need they need a a mid <clears throat> a mid performing veteran, not too old, not too young. Maybe probably in the prime of their life, and that's what they're gonna look for. And I'm pretty sure they're gonna get it. I, I'm pretty sure they. But, they, but I'm I don't I just don't think that man is wrong. I, I don't care what you say. I'm 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 a thinker. I'm a thinker as far as with the gym, but also I'm for a player. Because at the end, of the, I'm, I'm for a player going out the window. Because at the end of the day, at the end of the day, and you know this is true, and Carmelo Anthony is the, is 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 the best thing right now. At the end of the day, when they done with you, they done with you. Of course. And, and so I'm all for a player, man. I'm trying to get mine. 
And, and the word I want everybody to remember, especially you, is legacy, because that's going to tie into what we're going into next, which with the other trade talk we're going to next. Mm. Legacy is, is always important, because if you're a player and you want to win, especially nowadays, it's not like it was back then, but especially nowadays, if you want to win, the whole thing about it is I'm, I want to sit up there and I want to win a ship. Who taught us how to win a ship? The two big threes of a form first, Boston and then Miami. One of them wasn't formed cohesively. It kind of just fell into place. One of them was formed strictly by the players. But one thing I would never get mad at is a player taking control or whatever. Because at the end of the day, when they threw with you, I'm talking about GMs and presidents and owners. When they threw with you, they trade you away. They get whatever they want to. But at the end of the day, your future is no longer in your hands. So I'm all for a player taking his future into his own hands. Good spiel. Now that you said that. Too loud, man. Okay, anyway. Uh thank thank you for that great speech. Uh that was very touching. I loved every ounce of that speech. Whatever. Again, let's let's get not... to this AD talk. I'm tired of you. Let's get to nah, this. No, I'm talk. tired of you. No. Nah. Let's, let's get to this AD talk. What about let's, you, man? Let's what just say you? I told everybody first. <laughs> you did, you did. And I think we all saw the writing on the wall when he hired Rich Paul as well. I don't care. I saw it before then. Yeah, we knew you were gonna go. We no, we didn't. didn't. I knew. No, we some, didn't. Somebody. Some people, some people were sitting up there, and I won't even tell you who. I'm looking at one. Some people. Boy, were no, telling, you don't do that. Some people were telling me he wasn't gonna leave New Orleans because he about to get what 236 million was that it? Something like that. Yeah, 236. Yeah, he gonna super max contract. I was like, why would he stay in New Orleans? And they and lo and behold, their best season was last year. They swept Portland, which is something. My God, it was never it was been, it was, never it was been a, done. It was a great feat. I just sat up there and looked at it. I was like, if they don't do what they're supposed to in the offseason, he's leaving next year, which is coming around now. So tell me as a – I'll steal somebody's word, die easy New Orleans fan, <laughs> New Orleans Pelicans fan, because I want you to tell the people who you really a fan of. As a die easy New Orleans, you a Lakers fan. Lakers. So what you think about this AD? <laughs> I don't like it. I don't. Uh, <laughs> if we're just being honest – uh, it, it would be it would be amazing if he did go to LA, but at the same time, as a Die Easy fan, watching going to the game, Die Easy and the Big Easy, got Die Easy and the Big Easy, but watching watching him grow in New Orleans, watching his growth and watching him you know reach great feats while he's down there is uh, is kind of at a bad time in, in the middle of the season before All Star break that you. That you're demanding a trade. That's when the trade deadline is. Yeah, so. we, yeah, the trade deadline, February seventh. Yeah, of course. But man, you you did you accomplish something that has never been done in the, in a NBA before, and also you tied uh, with Michael Jordan, you and Drew Holiday, eighty eight points uh, for two teammates. Uh, that uh, that fee has only been done twice, so you surpassed Michael Jordan and Scottie Pippen on, on doing it. But uh, like I said again, this came at a bad time because it's sending a message to your teammates that you don't want to be there, to the management that you don't want to be there, and ultimately everybody again, like I said, saw the writing on the wall when you signed with Rich Paul. So we knew you was going to leave. We just didn't know when you was going to leave. And now that you're saying that you were going to leave, are you? No, you could have been in the playoffs. You may have lost. Who knows? But you had it. You had it in your hands, and that's what's kind of bugging me out about the NBA right now. Because every great player 
don't want to be the man. They say they are the man. That when they play, they say they want to be the man. They want to be a leader, but at the same time, you want you want to you know join forces with LeBron James. Nothing wrong with that. I'm a, if I was a role player, I would love to go play with LeBron. If I was a role player, but you're one you're one of the top five, top three centers in the NBA right now. Nobody really can't touch you besides Joel Embiid and maybe one more Jokic. But you saying that you want to leave in the middle of the season just don't suit well. And, you know, what if, what if, hypothetically speaking, what if it don't pan out there in LA? Like, what if you go to LA and you don't win at the moment? So, now, you may win so, in the future, but so, of course. So are you upset because he wants to go to LA? Just answer that yes or no. Yes. Are you upset because he wants to leave New Orleans? Yes. So I'm answer, I'm I'm asking a question to that second question I just asked. Why are you so upset? And let me finish. Why are you so upset? Because what help have they gotten him? Besides Drew Holiday. Uh, and, 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 and and before I before I answer this. Don't get don't get on the basketball stuff because I always I don't I don't want to deep dive into who they got. I'm saying in terms of help in the West because we know what the West have. What help have they gotten him to beat anybody in the West? They beat Portland, but Portland we know what Portland faults are. What happened? And, and I'm not saying they were supposed to be Golden State last year or the year before. I'm saying in terms of we going through the regular season, they're in a wild wild West. What help do they have to get a better seed to make it further in the playoffs? Well, to be honest with you, they had all the help. He did have all the help th- that he needed last year, right? This past season, yeah, yeah. I'm saying last year, right? Yeah. So, so and, and 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 he did get help when they made the trade with Rondo, and I, they got Alfred Payton. Okay. Now, mm-hmm. now, 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 I will say this: they got Alfred Payton, which he only played four games. He got injured in Brooklyn. That, that team with Elver Payton, Drew Holiday, Miritich, A.D., Julius Randle, and now you're starting to play Jaleel Okafor, that team, when healthy, could be a top six, seven, or eight seed in the West when healthy. Hey, so hey, he, hey, did have, hey, he did have that's, help. That's not – but that's that's not that, – okay, so that's what I'm – See, you want it. See, you want superstar. No, you no. You want star. You no, want all-star. No, 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 no. You but, want another win. Yeah. No, no. I'm I'm telling you in terms of Anthony Davis being your greatest asset with Drew Holiday being his, his – Robin to his Batman. Uh, what I'm saying is they don't have anybody else. They uh, – Rondo, the reason why Rondo's so valuable, because he's so unselfish. You get rid of Rondo, who was a glue to that team. What I'm saying is, I get what you're saying about effort. I'm saying, I guess this is what I'm saying. I can't be mad at somebody who says, hey, y'all know I want to win. I at least want to compete. We know what the Wild Wild West hosts in the NBA. I'm, I don't understand why y'all haven't gotten me any help. And when I say no help, I'm saying... When you see all these moves being made, these pieces being made around the league, I can't get, again, that's the legacy is the important part that I'm telling you. When it comes to legacy, you want to be remembered for being loyal? Because at the end of the day, 50 years from now, nobody's going to know you if you haven't won a ship. They will know you. They know Carl Malone. They know John Stockton. They know Charles Barkley. Go go ask a kid who doesn't know basketball. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Ask a kid who plays basketball. Not around here because we know they know Carmelo here. 
go ask a kid who plays basketball how far their memory goes back. They remember they remember a few people from the nineties, right? Michael, they gonna remember the Chicago Bulls, right? Uh, unless somebody say something about Detroit, they may remember them. But it's mainly Chicago Bulls but, but and the Lakers. But that's what I'm saying, though. So at the end of the day, if your 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 ink in history is to be able to say I won a championship, he's not gonna win. I don't know what New Orleans management does. I think clearly they care about New Orleans Saints football more than New Orleans Pelicans basketball, and it's shifting ever so slightly. No, they, come on, dude. That's a football city. Don't it is that. a football. It's a, a lot of cities. A lot of cities. Football cities. I, I, no, I'm, I'm just put that on the football city. I'm, I'm not putting. I'm not talking put, about football. football I'm not putting. I'm this. not putting it on football. If you let me finish, I'm saying in terms of the help that's going on, New Orleans Pelicans basketball is secondary in that city. I don't know what it is. I'm talking about as far as management, because management has not gotten AD help that he needs in terms to compete in the West. Wait. They, so okay, you can't. Oh. Hey, hey, look, and, I, and I'm just saying this: every every team want that wants a superstar. Every every team want a big three. Every team no, want a they big, they have every, a superstar. What, yeah, what have every, they got? What have what have they got? I just told you. No, I'm Kerry. Okay, that, all right, that, all right, all right, and, all right, and let's all right, be honest: right. nobody that team even even that team competed greatly against Golden State. Gave Golden State problems. Nobody, nobody. I'm not saying they're not I'm doing not saying, that, but they I'm, got enough help. They I'm did. Not, I'm not saying they actually upgraded. I'm not. I don't believe they upgraded. I, I believe they did. Okay, but I'm I'm saying in terms of why he wants to leave, it's because he doesn't believe they upgraded. I don't feel I anybody who's mad that he wants to leave New Orleans, y'all, y'all some fools, because they're never gonna get him what he needs. He yes, in New Orleans. But nobody don't want to come to New Orleans. That's play. okay, so who fault is it? I don't know who fault it is. That's, that's not management. our fault. That's, that's not management fault. That's not man, that's not management fault that nobody Another superstar don't want to come down the world. It's not. It's not. So why? It's not management so fault. Hold can't... on. It's not management fault that Kawhi, they they that San Antonio traded Kawhi to Toronto. It's not management fault that Paul George wanted to stay with OKC. What? Well, you you rather you rather play in OKC than play in New Orleans? Come on. That's not management has nothing to do with why players want don't want to come to New Orleans. So Kawhi play. left why? Since you brought up him, he left because of management. He didn't like playing under Pop no more, right? That, that's a lie. So what? So what did he leave for? The t- team doctors. That's why he left. So is that they, part of management? Oh, is, is doctors a part of management? I'm saying that they have to be a part of management because regardless of what it says, it's a chain of command, right? So if the doctors say, so I'm pretty sure they've had they any any now, person any team had time where a doctor said that they say some a player be like I'm playing and coach be like you gonna play they they've had that I'm pretty sure correct. I'm saying it happens in football, so I'm pretty sure it happens in basketball too. Okay. What I'm saying is, in terms of New Orleans, you saying it's not management fault that nobody wants to come there. I'm saying yo, yo, number one piece, Anthony Davis, is there. Who don't want to play with Anthony Davis? That's so, the question you have to ask. No, no, people. no, no. But okay, so what I'm saying is, if New Orleans is so great like it's supposed to be. Then why is it that nobody wants to go there and play? I don't know why people don't want to come to New Orleans to play. I don't. I don't know why nobody don't want to come play with AD. And and okay, so then okay, so you can't answer any of them questions. What I'm telling you is, you can't be mad at him for wanting to leave either. I'm just saying, dude, man. Look, at the end of the day, it's all what you want to do, but still, uh, you had he had help. It's just unfortunate that the help that he had got injured four games in the season. It's unfortunate that some uh, Miritich got injured 
10 games into the season. We saw what y'all did last year, so what's, last so, season. So what's so what's so what? Okay, so how long has Anthony Davis been in the league? Seven years. So and you we, only won oh, one. Oh, you oh. only won one playoff series. You, you supposed to be great. So he can do it by himself. I'm asking yeah. you. Said you. You said you said you supposed to be great. So he can do it by himself. Nobody can't do it by himself. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not Nobody, trying to no, contradict. I'm not trying to. You ain't contradict, contradict me. I ain't gonna let you contradict me. I'm telling you in terms of what he's doing there by himself because he is that team without Anthony Davis. It's not a New Orleans Pelicans team that's relevant right now. Okay. So okay. you can agree with that one. So what I'm saying is in terms of him being who he is and knowing his value. It ain't happening in New Orleans. It's not gonna happen. I think I think you value loyalty more than legacy. And it's nothing wrong with that. I'm just saying, in terms of him being who he is, he will never get a championship in New Orleans. And this is and this is why I like I love players like Giannis Antetokounmpo, and I love players like Joel Embiid. When the when the going gets tough, the tough gets going. They stay they stay with the team that they've been with. And now they reap the now they reap the rewards. First, first of all, Philadelphia 76ers is not the team you need to name because they tanked for so many years. They did, but where they where are they now? That you tank. Hey, you so you want, so, so I, I, New I New don't like it. So, I, didn't, so, I never so did New, like it. So New Orleans can tank and they'll be better, huh? Who knows? No. They they who knows? No. Phil, nobody nobody really knew Philadelphia was gonna be like they are right now. And who the best in the East? Who is? I'm actually Milwaukee? No, Boston. All right, Boston. But um, you then can't, Milwaukee. I just, I just don't. I just don't understand why it's it's a big deal for this man to sit up here and want to go win somewhere else. And the West is still by far the hardest conference. Of course. So why is it they nobody wants to go play for New Orleans? What's his next step? He go. He dip out. So what you mean? Dip, dip out at the end of the season. Why he got to wait? Continue the end of the season? what you started at the end. Well, ain't do nothing. It's tapping on here. I ain't even touch it. No, finish what you started before the season started, and then for what? For why? Why you? So you want to quit on your team at the middle of the season? So you want to be loyal to the team and to yourself? Well, I'm asking you. Hold on. So uh, no, no, no. I'm, hold on. I'm so, you. so so you already knew. You already knew going into the season you didn't have nothing. So you, before no. before the season even started, no. you could have demanded a trade, but now you won't wait until the middle of the season. To no, that's a trade. Not, that's not what it is. I think it, I think when he sat up there and went into this season, he said maybe to be because you said they got him some help accordingly. That, so he, I'm saying he said he thought it was going to be different. Injuries happen, losses happen, whatever you want to say. He sat up there and said this is going to be the same season like it always is. We'll be a six through an eight seed. Or we may not even make the playoffs, depending on how it is, because Denver's a surprise, Sacramento's a surprise. It's, it's everybody's competing now. So he 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 simply set up there and said, "It's time for me to go." I don't I don't understand. Like you talking about loyalty, even Denver, Denver is a top four seed. If, besides Jokic, who do they have on their team? I, here? I ain't saying I'm not carried. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying this man say my team ain't getting better. He said even with even with Denver, Denver getting better, Sacramento is getting better. Uh, who, whoever else you want to name, no all star either. Okay, but he Anthony Day, the difference between Denver and all that, Anthony Davis been grinding for seven years, and for two of those years, they were good. The other five, nothing, nothing at all.
So I think that's a good spot to end it off on. Now we're going to call this episode zero. We want to thank you guys for tuning in with us for this first of very many. Uh, the reason why we call this episode zero is because we wanted to go ahead and just put something out. We weren't watching Super Bowl today, so that's another reason why. So instead of watching Super Bowl, we've been doing this for, let's say, a couple of hours. So the thing we want to do here is encourage a conversation, create thoughts, uh, come to you with a different perspective. Um, as you can see, that's uh, that's exactly what I want to do. I want to challenge thought processes going on because uh, sports is a, a very simple thing but at the same time it can be something so complex so beautiful so what i want to do is, is challenge you guys to think on a different scale uh, going further we we are going to be you know involving a little uh culture here here and there uh, maybe even bringing some music talk we're gonna definitely do some interviews here and just overall be able to you know like I said, create thought, create a different mindset, get you guys to ultimately, you know, dive a little bit deeper. Let's let's look beyond what they're feeding us on the on the uh, TV or internet or blogs or apps, whatever it is that you get your sports content through. We just want to encourage a different kind of conversation, and we want to get you guys involved. So this Anchor app is is really magnificent. This is what's allowing us to do this. And we just want to say thank you from the Jackson household to yours. We'll see you later.